Well, hello there, friends. We are back finally after a unintended hiatus. We are Novars VP required. This is Shay. Demille. All right. So um, we're missing our third part of our stool here. We're going to try to do, you know, two ladies school. We'll see how it works out. But um, T Mac is out here globe trotting, getting married, and going on on um, vacations and honeymoons and all that. And we wanted to kind of keep this going. So our girl, we're going to hold it down for her. But yeah, we got to let her live some life. I know. And congrats again to T Mac and her significant other. Right. <laughs> we'll meet him soon on the podcast. But, um, uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she'll be back. So when we do our next one, she'll be back to kind of tell about the whole experience that she kind of invited us into right to kind of share with everybody but it's her story to tell and her experience so we're excited for you guys to hear but we want you to hear from her so yeah we miss you Meg. i know we want my friend back <laughs> <laughs> all right cool b so um let's get into these cocktails what we drinking uh, well sadly <laughs> i'm drinking water uh, i've been on a um uh, uh, what I call a restore, which is a uh, mental and physical detox. Um, the detox part has been a the master cleanse, and no one taking any jabs at me. Most mostly known for the Beyonce diet. <laughs> That's what I asked you. I was like, that same thing Beyonce was doing. Uh, uh, I know, but I've been on it now um, for a few days. I'm gonna do two weeks of that, and then the whole thirty days consists of um, no social media. Um, Really not doing a whole lot of hand had any alcohol, anything. So just pretty much been on a liquid diet. But this it's kind of like kind of re restore the whole body, soul, and everything like that. So that's what I've been drinking. So water can't go wrong with water. So how's that? How's that going for you though? As far as like, are you feeling like you're more focused, or are you having any revelations, or what have you gained from it so far? I know you've been doing this since the fourth. So yeah, I think yeah, I'm very more. I'm more. Prepared productive at work and I am up earlier um with more energy because typically I wake up between like 3 3 30 every morning and now I've been getting up at three o'clock it's just that I'm a good 3 a.m to about a good 3 to 4 p.m and then I kind of start feeling the effects of not you know probably eating and, and needing more protein type stuff but other than that, I can go the whole 12 plus hours without feeling and I'm still working out too I just like made my workouts a little bit less. Like so, I look, people look at me crazy in the gym because I'm not lifting traditionally what I would. Right. So it's a little bit light, but high reps. So that way I won't just like, you know, because there's some weight loss too. Things won't look so sluggish. I can still be able to tone myself too. <laughs> so, so wait. So, so no. Yeah. So you just drinking this this lemonade with some cayenne pepper and some water. Uh -huh. And then you still going to, I can't, I did a three day water diet one time. Well, it wasn't even a diet. It was a, it was a fast to get refocused and, you know, and all that <laughs> type of stuff. But I was like, I intentionally sat my butt down for like three days and not worked out and all that oh. type of stuff. So I don't know how you're able to do or like maintain your energy in order to do that. Yeah. So that's probably, probably why by the time I make it home at night, cause usually I go to work about. 6 7 o'clock a little bit later sometimes i'm not home until about eight o'clock and that's like on a, a good night um but what i do i get up early in the morning i make sure that i have water and i make sure i have some of the um the master clean so right. if i feel myself getting a little weird i will drink some of that or then sometimes like i'll get a spoon of like 
maple syrup or honey. Okay. And this, yeah, this if I feel like my insulin is like when my blood sugar is dropping, that's like my booster, right? They kind of get me up. So I kind of have mastered that because I didn't want to stop working out. I just know I couldn't work out like I would Want if to. I was eating this. Yeah. yeah. Wow, uh, no, I'm definitely more focused because the things I've been taking care of lately, I wouldn't have been taking care of. I probably would have kind of like kept, you know, <laughs> on a happy hour or getting something to eat and not focusing. But I've been taking care of a lot of stuff. So, yeah. That's good. I don't, I don't know how you doing that. I was like, I, I had to have something. Cracker or something. <laughs> Give me some vegetables. The broccoli. <laughs> social media has been the roughest thing to let go. Wow. Like, I just want to grab my phone and flip, scroll through things and like stuff. I don't know what the social media, but I that's one of the things I did on my last post. I think it was, like, one of those toxic um, things we do to kind of, it's like a satisfier or whatever it is. But I'm like, I wish I could kind of let that go. So every now and then I look, I'll pick my phone up, but then I'm looking at Zulu, looking at houses, <laughs> something. <laughs> to make it seem like I own social media but it's like the worst thing but the I hadn't had any cravings of alcohol food or anything oh wow it's just yeah okay. mm-hmm. no I get that because I I think you know when I've done it in the past I'll do it like a month at a time like not do any you know Facebook Instagram or anything and typically I'll start reading the news more yeah I think it's more so Apple News that really kind of fills that gap but See, yeah you know, end up reading some books and all that type of stuff but no you know, you yeah. can do an apple news. I got. I need to be able to look at things and read <laughs> trash and all kinds of stuff. I, I that's part has been. I feel like that's been the worst part. Really? Oh wow. Well, and then once you get back on it, um, at some point, I mean, you probably won't even be as addicted because what did they say? Is it like twenty-one days or twenty days to form a habit? So once you kind of get on there. It's um, it's probably not even gonna be something that you're really gonna even want to do, honestly. I'm hope, yeah, I'm hoping, yeah, yeah. Because I got off of Facebook like, oh, 2006 or seven. Really? And I, I haven't been back on it since then. Oh wow. So we'll see. Yeah, Facebook is horrible. It's it's funny. Oh, I didn't even go. Let me get back to Facebook. I'm drinking Ma back. Yeah, I need to do me a, a good detox. I'm gained 10 pounds. I don't know where it went. My mom said my butt's bigger. I was like, I actually like that, but I don't think I should have 10 more pounds. So, <laughs> so what I'll do is um, I'll probably get into some type of cleanse, but yeah, I'm still on the wine and all that type of stuff. So if I'm, I'm slurring and all of that type of stuff, just know that I'm I'm drinking. He's not. <laughs> right exactly <laughs> but yeah so um no i i stay on facebook for family for the most part because i typically kind of move away from people like being in florida i'm the only person in my family down here so usually i use social media to let my friends and family know that i'm okay i'm still out here and all of that type of stuff i don't like to hide away but you know, I'm not one to pick up the phone and text and call every other day either. So that's my connection to the world is to kind of like throw out a random post or, you know, give a random like and all of that type of stuff. So I'm on there right now. But Facebook makes me, I have this love, hate. No, it's not even love. It's like or semi-like hate relationship with Facebook. Recently, I was added to this um, Facebook group where it's like a South Side of Atlanta reunion. So it's like, you know high school reunions but it's like the the four prominent high schools and mine is one of them 
and I was added to it and it was fun at first or people were like posting their pictures and all that type of stuff but then they started going into like oh you know which one was the freshest high school or you know oh I used to be fighting and stuff and I was like is this all the ghetto people or is it like I don't know what this group is supposed to be like we were supposed to know, like, be seeing where you guys are now, but it's like, then y'all are, like, living in high school. I mean, and, and literally, we're not in high school for over 20 years. So, it's just like, oh. it kind of, at first it was fun, but then it got to a point where it's just like, you know, I was going to say something else. I'm not even going to use the word. But I was like, these people, <laughs> but I was like, these people need to get out, the, get out of 1999. I was like, what is going on? So... And that, you know, coupled with, you know, people posting me or, you know, tagging me in random um, posts and, you know, just seeing random people rant about things and all that type of stuff. I really could not do Facebook any longer. So I think at some point I'm probably just going to give up Facebook. Um, Another new thing with me, if we're going into this new stuff is, you know, I'm starting a new job. Um, I'm finally coming out of my retirement, my hiatus. I've been out for two years and I've had my fun, but it's time to get back to, you know, stuff I love. And I think with this new role, I'm actually really going to like it because it's pretty much what I've been praying for, where I don't have to go to anybody's office. Um, and I'm opening medical practices. So I work remote. My position was actually uh-huh. remote. And then I just travel and open medical practices. It's a growing company. Um, I think I can provide a lot of impact and input on okay. like processes and structures and all that type of stuff without a lot of bureaucracy around it or politics. Um, there's politics everywhere, but you know, at the end of the day, I think I can make a really good impact that will be appreciated here. It's so funny. One of my, I told one of my friends that I got the offer, and he was like, "I know that you really want this job because I'm seeing you like turn down jobs or you know not do the interview and all that type of stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in it." I'm, right. So um, financially, it puts me back, you know, in the same position I was before I even left my job, which is a blessing. But um, but you know, I, I think you know when I talked to the VP about you know the role and all that type of stuff, she really made it clear that there's a lot of opportunity for growth and all that type of stuff. And it's a good foray for me to kind of get back into actually working for somebody without all that extra stuff going on. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, you know, I think God puts you in a position to do certain things for a reason. So we'll see how that goes. Yes. Well, congrats. So is it more like, um, are you, is it like, is it clinic based or is it like a whole physician office and all that whole opening up? Yeah. So no, it's actually opening, um, clinic. So essentially the, the job is with this company that, um, pretty much, it's, it's a startup. It's considered a startup. They started in 2013 and they open primary care practices and they do mm. different innovations with primary care, like, no services. They do home base. They do affiliate base where they just kind of provide management services and they are um, opening practices. And one of the big thing about it is, is that they're co-locating their practices with Walgreens. Walgreens okay. actually gave them like a infusion of cash to open a whole bunch of clinics. <laughs> so I'm going to okay. be working pretty much in market launch 
Um, to, traditionally, and I thought it was going to be difficult to kind of move from this, I worked in, you know, office based um, administration, project management, and all of that. And I really wanted something different from that. And I, I really feel like that this is going to be totally different. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. I've never had a remote position. I've never had a, a job where I was able to kind of work from home. It was always kind of you had your team that you had to manage at the office and all that type of stuff. So um, I'm looking forward to a change and possibly growing with this company because I, I think it, it will be a good fit. You know how you interview with people and you can kind of feel like, yeah, they're putting their, their best foot forward, but you just don't you don't ha it doesn't settle well with you as far as the culture of the company. Yeah. And um, I'm telling you, every interview I had, I felt comfortable. It was more conversation-based. I felt like I connected well with everybody, and and that's really rare. I think I had six interviews for this job. I've never interviewed <laughs> for uh, anything. Uh, well, it depends now, right? Yeah, because yeah. there's – yeah, it depends. Some interviews have a, a ton of layers and some don't. Exactly. It, it depends on the, the type of role and, um, you know – where you sit within the company and all of that. But typically it's usually like four to five, like maybe four. Then I'm like, I went through six and I was like, look at one point they were like, Oh, we can do these two different interviews. I was like, no, just put them back to back. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> just God. go ahead and do it. Yeah. But no, I'm excited yeah. for it. So, um, that's what's new with me. What else is new with you beyond you over there? I won't say you're starving yourself. You're cleaning your soul and your uh, body. It's some kind of form of nursing. It might not be the best type of nursing but i am um <laughs> honestly um besides like i have been really like focused right um and i'm from a financial standpoint of just trying to make take care of like the whole house things that i probably traditionally wouldn't be focusing because i am trying to get um you know, like taking a chapter out of your book i'm trying to get to a point where living simple but powerful right yeah if that makes sense um yeah, so i've been Diligently, like diligent working at trying to correct things and not to repeat some of the same stuff yeah. that we traditionally do right. to put ourselves in situations. So um, that part, I've been really focusing on the revamp of that. Um, and then the other part, just work. Work. Um, we've been experiencing a, a surge of regular patients, non-COVID patients. Really. Um, and now with these hospitals have been really busy to the point where we have have no capacity sometimes inside the hospital um and the ed gets backed up or the or gets backed up and now with this whole delta and then now with people getting covid that are did not get vaccinated or the people who got vaccinated around the time that i did are getting covid so wait a minute they're coming so to the hospital yeah. like the ones who are getting covid that has been vaccinated they're coming to the hospital now yeah. Are they sick enough yeah. to be admitted? Because that's going to make me mad. Okay. No. <laughs> so, so, so far, so far, right, the symptoms have been very minor compared to the initial, right? But um, that is kind of like, to, like after hearing some of that stuff on the news today and last week at work, now I'm like at this weird place on like, do I even take my mask off, depending on where I go and how many people are there? Yeah. No. So I've been. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm with you on that. I still wear my mask. Like if I'm going to yeah. a restaurant, I mean, every so often I might go in, depending on how many people are there, like you said. But yeah, for the most part, I still wear a mask. I wear it to the gym. If I see a lot of people in one place on the inside, like outside, I'm very, I'm much more lenient. But inside, yeah, I got the mask on. Yeah. Yeah, I've been wearing mine to the gym, and then now since, like, like I said, the things that they updated updated us at work with, I've been like 
gauging places now. Like if it looks crazy, I go right in there. The bank today, mask on. People looking at me crazy, but right. everybody else, I'm like, no, yeah. So no, I'm so with you on that. I was like, it, I was like, you know, they keep talking about y'all don't have to wear your mask if you're if you're vaccinated. I was like, but it never. They never said that you won't get COVID if you get vaccinated. They just say you won't get it sick. And I'm, yeah. I don't want COVID. So I'm like, and I still want to go outside. So I would rather go on ahead. If I see a lot of people on the inside, now outside I'm good. But on the inside, yeah. I got my mask. They don't know. So I'm just going to go ahead and go with what I know. I never had COVID. I don't plan on getting it. So here we go. And even when I don't wear my mask, sometimes it's like, I don't know when it when the pandemic was going on. I don't know if it's just because we weren't around a lot of people. I didn't get sick. I get sick every year, like with something, but I didn't get sick. But now that I've started like being a little bit more lenient on my um, wear, mask wearing and whatnot, I find myself coughing at night sometimes, or you know, my throat feels like something yeah. and all that type of stuff. And I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm still gonna like at least eighty percent wear this mask on the inside yeah. anyway. Which you should. So I think that's been the biggest aha moment because I'm like, what is going on? So we are, I would expect that we would probably have another surge, but not as bad. Right. Um, because you have now the regular population coming back to the hospitals on top of this small, well, not small, it's a large group of people who are not vaccinated still. And then you have a small group of people who probably just would come in this way visit to make sure they're okay, who, they're okay that's been vaccinated already. So, so what else is that's coming into the hospital? World. So what else is coming into the hospital as far as like well, disease Well, for here, and... it's been heat, right? Because oh. we've been like living in triple digit world for the, oh, I would say since the end part of June to now, right? Uh, we've been heat advisories every day. People, you know, so, and you know, a lot of people farmland here, right? In Fresno. Right. So um, that has been one of the other things too. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you got like a lot of people with heat stroke and all that type of stuff coming in there. And then we're, we're the only, I'm telling everything, we're the only level one um, trauma center in, 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 our, in our area. So oh. everything comes to, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get that. I definitely get that. So, okay. Well, so so, hopefully start back school. Oh, Lord. So when do you start that again? I know you took your little summer break unintendedly, but yeah, right. It's almost spanking. That's what happened. But uh, <laughs> the, the beginning of September, hopefully, hopefully, uh, yeah. I'm working on that. I've been focused. Yeah. Huh? And how much longer you have? Because I feel like you've been getting this degree since I've known you. And when did we meet? Probably back in like it was before I moved here. So it has to be probably about ten years. Yeah, but I think. <laughs> Maybe so not. ten years ago, what years was I in Texas then, or was I in California? You, I think you were on your way over to. I think you either just moved there, or you were on your way there. So is that seven years ago? Yeah, seven. Okay. It's just seven. I started like the end part of twenty fourteen, going into twenty fifteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So a year. So I'm hoping. I just. I think I need to stop trying to put time on it because that's probably what me messing me up too because i'd be trying to rush and get things done i think with this you can't really rush even though it's been seven years but life has happened in between some of those seven years too so but well most people take a long time to get their their phds right so yeah i mean it's yeah, not yeah. uncommon but it, you've just been in school for a long long time I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's frustrating because you get promoted 
Yeah. You can think that the degrees and all that stuff would fall in line, but I'm like, what is really, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. We'll have to talk about that one day. Like, do you really need all these degrees? No. Right. I'm that. I think no. that's one thing we don't have to go into because I know even with me, it's like, yeah, it's good on paper, but, you know, I don't know yeah. if you need all that. No. I thought about going and get my doctor too. We talked about this and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and I think that just that, now it's a personal goal too, but then it, yes, it of also course. depends on like the, your, those lines, lines of tradition too, of what you should be doing, right? You go to school, you get these degrees and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. So, so where you been? Where you been recently? Tell me about tell me about these trips you've been on. You've been kicking it. June has was a very busy month to the point I'm like, where one trip I forgot because the beginning of June I was in Lake Tahoe with some of my good good friends, and then I went to Napa. Yeah. And then it's one trip in between. I cannot remember where I was at. I mean, probably it's a bad thing that I can't remember, right? A good thing. Well, wait um, a minute. It, was that Alabama? It went to Alabama. That was the last trip. Oh, that was the last one. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But there was one in, because every weekend I was, I was, I went somewhere in June, but I cannot remember where the, I'm missing one of them. <laughs> so, oh, that's See, that's how you know you just be out there. You uh, can't even no, remember no. where you been. No, I was like, where was the other trip? So yeah, how about you? That's cool. Um, so I would say, what was the last one I went to? I think Atlanta was the last. I feel like I've done something else, but it may not have been out of town. Um, but yeah, I would say the last one was probably going to Atlanta, Alabama. We'll talk about um, Alabama soon. But Atlanta was a lot of fun. Um, my family's there, as we've talked about before, and um, I just went out and kicked it and, you know, went to, like, my old little hood and kicked it with some, some ghetto folks that I probably went to high school with and went to the stinky um, L.A. Fitness where I was just like, you know, just mm-hmm. just hood. <laughs> but it was fun to be with my family. I've been in this, so, yeah, I... I went. So I was somewhere every weekend in June. That for sure, because I didn't have my dog half the time. So I know I was going the whole entire time. But yeah, I. Um, it was good to be for this everything to open back up and be out. Um, but so far, I've been enjoying not having to do anything so far for July, though. But um, you're always busy, though. So that's why I'm just like, yeah. I was actually this weekend. I was supposed to be in um, New York for a friend's christening, her baby, and um, actually. I think I mentioned this to you where she asked me to be the baby's godmother. So I yeah. felt like I should have been there. But, you know, but at the end of the day, it was really last minute. And then I was waiting on this job offer to come through. And Listen, then I was trying to. Been there. I know. Don't make me feel like any worse. So I did talk to her I'm, like I'm about going it. But, to. You should have been there. You know what? I ain't got time for this. So, no, I'm going um, no, to go out in September to go see her in Houston. But, um,. But yeah, so I think I was supposed to do that, and then, um, but I spent the two weeks in Atlanta and went to Alabama, and then this weekend's been free, which has been awesome, and then, um, and then next week one of my friends is getting married, and then in August I'm going to Pennsylvania for um, for a, a weekend, and in August I actually start the job, so it's going to be really really busy coming up soon. So August what? 
Um, I start on the ninth. And you know, it's oh. so it's crazy because that is the last day I stopped working on my last job was August 9th, and I'm starting a new job on what? August 9th. I don't know if that's a what? testimony or God telling me something or what, but I was just like, oh, this I was like, I don't know, this is just kind of serendipity or what, but it's it's just really I don't know. Very much of a coincidence. That's so good though. But I, I wanted to bring up something while we in these cocktails that kind of like popped out at me. Like, you know, when I was just kind of perusing social media while you want haven't been able to do that. What Tell about this? About so the turkey leg hut. If anybody's ever been to Houston, there is this place called the Turkey Leg Hut where you go in and it's, they sell turkey legs done in different ways. They have some with crawfish in it. They have some with like um, Cajun rice in it. Just different like toppings on turkey legs. Well, I, I don't know who messed it up. Not saying I would have went there like this, but they came out with this new dress code. I've never been to a restaurant that's like that with the ty- this type of dress code, but they're saying you can't wear no bonnets. You can't wear no slides. You can't wear no... I don't think you can wear um, do-rags. I might be getting this wrong. Um, I know they say you can't wear, like, the sports bras and the bathing suit. I, I don't blame them. I actually like it because I'm like, I don't want to see all that either. But this is a restaurant where people got standing outside for, like, 45 minutes to even get in and get a seat. So I just want to kind of, because I know my friend DeMille, my brother DeMille, I know he will have something to say about this because this dude is very stylish. So, uh, what are your thoughts on something like this? Books. I ain't messing with you and Monique about them bonnets. Don't get out your camera. Let these women wear their bonnets or no, whatever. No, you wear your bonnets. I'm not that girl. Do what you do. But I, don't, I just thought, I, I don't know. I just don't be wanting to see it. I went to the outlets yesterday. This lady had her bonnet. And I wanted to crack up laughing because her baby was in the stroller with a baby bonnet on. I've never seen a baby bonnet. Oh, wow. wow, wow, wow. <laughs> but anyway, back to this. But I guess the first question that came to mind, they already had to know what their clientele was from the beginning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, what is this going to do to the, the bottom line at the end of the day to their the dollar amount? Like, are they going to lose customers? Or do they have, is it enough tourists it kind of a place that they know that they can make up for those people who say, you know what, I'm not going to come anymore if I got to change up my, the way that I feel comfortable, right? Eating right. outside of, you know, because isn't it like almost like a, I've only seen it on TV, but it's like a hut kind of a. Well, it's like one of those places is almost like, I don't want to call it a hole in a wall. It's a step above that, but it's not okay. like going to Ruth's Chris or anything like right. that. Right. Right. And right. they have like an inside part and then they have a patio part. Okay. 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 But I wonder if they like equate certain people with the how they way they dress, if that makes sense. Like the people who might cause a disturbance or be a little bit too rambunctious, are they the ones that's wearing like the halter tops or not the halter tops? I think it was like sports bras they didn't like. But are right. these the people that are wearing like the bathing suits and the bonnets that's kind of causing like the disturbances you don't want at your restaurant? Like I wonder if the dress code is connected with the clientele they don't want any longer. Or the clientele they have now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. I, they've been like, I've, they've been on like TV and everything. And so it's a big thing, right? Because yeah. I haven't been, right? But I want to go, but I know it's a big thing. So I think they probably say like, look, we got to secure a different type of coin now. We had the startup coin with the sports <laughs> bra, the bonnets and all that stuff. And now they have to, they maybe changed their marketing strategy and maybe... 
in a few years or so, it may be a whole restaurant, right? So I think it may be some kind of like hidden agenda behind that. And I, I get it 100%. I don't want to see anybody sitting in no bathing suit eating nothing either, unless they're on the beach, right? <laughs> if they ain't on the beach or right. their own house, I don't want to see nobody bathing suit coming out their house doing that. But I think like for the most part, it's kind of like I'm kind of 50 50 on the, on the fence about it, but I feel like my gut is telling me there's something behind the dress yeah. code that's going to lead to something bigger at the end of the day. And yeah. I know at one point I read a, a while back when I went, actually went there, I went there a couple years ago. I want to say they were going to open one in Atlanta. So if they go over to Atlanta with that type of mentality, ain't no telling what that was going to look like. So maybe they're trying to change like what they look like and their clientele before they move, like expand out into other states and other big cities so Mm -hmm. that people will know like, yeah, that's, this ain't, this ain't that, this ain't that place. So that's what I'm thinking too. Cause you talk, all those circulators you name, you can put put that on a high end plate. Yeah. No, and it's good too. Good to go, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. So that's and, and it's so funny because um, the person I went with, we ended up getting like one turkey leg, and then got some sides, and we both like we took something home. It was crazy. It was a lot of food. So, but yeah, it could be a high end plate too, like you said. So, yeah. So I think they're going in that direction. So let, let's go on to these conversations now. Yeah. So we had decided that we wanted to talk about since we, you know, have our third leg that's gone and she's all married and, you know, right. over there jumping brooms and, and all that type of stuff. We still out here. We still out here trying to find our soulmates and who's going <laughs> to love us when we in the bad place and and or a good place, too, and all that type of stuff. And um, we want to talk about like single being single and mingling. Especially post, I don't even want to call it post pandemic. We still here, but you know, as we're coming out of it, how we're going to be meeting to people and you know, are we going out and and things of that nature. So we wanted to kind of get into that. So where are you at, Demille? What's going on with you? (laughs) I got a speaking code because you never know years (laughs) later, later who may hear this message. (laughs) But I, um, and you know, we always got, and on top of that, this is where we're at in our life too, without giving our ages and stuff out, right? Um, because that adds pressure too, because we're like, um, you know, because we're 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 in that different category, right? And I probably shouldn't say that, but we 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 do good on our own, right? We, right. we don't need the. It's like we don't need it, you know. You want to, right? But you don't need to. Who's going to add value? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, I am. Um, I think I made a, a good conversation piece, and then um, and there's some, you know, what I was just used like my grandma would say, I'm still manish, right? But those manish, being manish, only has like little moments. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I'm definitely not against it, but I think right now I'm just been trying to figure out like what completes me, what makes me feel good inside, and um, and who can carry on a good, I mean, like a good conversation. Right. Like one of the ones you want, even if it's a text message or not, because I kind of, the whole in-person or texting, they don't really bother me. Um, the one that wants me to, like, in the past, I've had some type of thing, situations where I want to wake up in the morning, that's the first thing I want to do is text. Instead of just, like, texting back just because you text. Or sometimes I wait on it now for, like, a few hours before I reply back. So <laughs> I am, um, but, I, yeah, so diff- and then I've been actually talking to people that have been even either my age, like dating equal or, or, or above, meaning like people who have been like a good 10 plus years okay. older than me. 
like having some of those kind of conversations and stuff like that. So I'm kind of like, it's still, it's still cautionary, right? Because people are still like, we, it's a lot of communicating, which I think that part is good before like meeting people in person. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's where I'm at. Okay. Okay. Um, as for me, I'm trying to figure it out. I think for me, I still was in that place of like trying to get outside of what I normally did when I dated where, you know, I've always been very loose. I've never had an issue really um, like meeting guys, but I never really had to put effort into like a relationship or trying to get one. And a lot of times I didn't even want it. I just kind of wanted to like hang out and get my rocks off every once in a while. And now that I'm at, you know, 40, I guess I can say I'm 40 plus now. Not that I'm 40, not that I'm 40 plus now. It's just like, you know, I want something different, not necessarily the kids, but you know, just another level of connection with someone, um, someone who like, you know, kind of, you know, helps me to kind of see the best in what I could do and what I could be just like I said, you know, kind of that finding that value person rather than just finding person and you know i need to get outside of like seeing a guy and kind of letting my mind of what their perception is kind of take over like oh he's no good or oh he's not going to be interested in like you know settling down or i'm going to have to fight to have him act right and i don't want to have i don't want to have to do that I, I want to find somebody who's there and they're ready for something too. I don't want to have to like, I don't mind working for something, but I, I just can't do the heavy lift anymore. Or I don't want to do the heavy lift anymore. As far as like trying to like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm worthy. You know, that, like, like that pick me thing or, you know, I'm worthy of your love. So be with me and oh, I'm going to fight this girl for you. No, I've never been that girl. I'm never going to be that girl. But I'm willing to like get outside of myself and become a little bit more of a, okay, let me do something different. Let me ask you out or let me, you know, let's go on this date and I'll pay for it this time. I've, I've been there for a while. But I just haven't gotten outside of that. Okay, yeah, he's probably my type. I'm attracted, but he's probably going to be a lot more work than I'm willing to put in. I guess kind of like high maintenance, you know. And I think a lot of guys are there too, where it's just like I don't want no girl. I got to do all this stuff for. Oh, I just kind of want, you know. I think a lot of guys want somebody, but it's like how much do how much work do I have to put in? And I'm in that place too, especially being post pandemic. Now it's just like you can't really. I don't know where everybody is. Everybody's weird right now. Yeah, yeah. And I think people are trying to either find themselves out still, right? Because the pandemic should have shifted. People should have. Keywords should have. Because definitely after this year, you shouldn't be thinking the same way. Right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. Um, but, <laughs> but no, I, and I feel you on that whole heavy lifting and stuff like that. Because it, and I always tell, I always say this, like, I am, like I am tired of raising people's sons. Oh my right? gosh! So you better say I, that. I and, and I don't know what went wrong. And there's and I think there's something to, there's something to say about a mother's love, which I'm not taking away from that. But I think there's something to say about a mother smothering too when it comes mm. to um to the male the male specimen, right? Right, <laughs> so right. I think, 
there's some push, there's some push, and then there's some, there's more push, right? You, there's that need to happen for, um, to make them whole. Right. Sometimes they leave the less, the nest half whole because of the holding on, right? The pull, right? The push and pull, pull, you know, sometimes moms do that, or sometimes they have different situations, but I, I just don't want to put myself in situations again where I, like you say, the heavy lifting where I am doing that um and right. then and then it goes to that point of like is is that my perception of wanting to be something ideal right or and i'm just discrediting just dis, dis, discounting the the person for where they at right should right. i be meeting people for where they at as long as they make me happy right right and i get that and i've even been looking at that a little bit different too but I feel like it's been so long since I've been making other people happy. <laughs> I just want somebody to challenge me to the point where I want to look up to you a different way. Right. Yeah. No, I get that. And I think that's a part of what I'm looking for too. It's like, I want somebody who makes me feel like I want to be better. Either, mm-hmm. I mean, career-wise, sure. But, in, and I could find that motivation elsewhere because I have awesome friends, you know, who are in great places in life. So I have that type of motivation. Um, it would be nice to have that in a partner. But, you know, even having somebody who's able to push me, like, emotionally and, um, and spiritually, somebody who can bring something else to the table that, you know, would make me better. It's like I, I would work for that, too. You know, you, and I think we talked about this before. It's like, you know, making $50,000 versus $500,000. It's like, yeah, this $50,000 guy can help me be somebody else that is a better me. Why not meet yeah. that person where they are and accept them where they are and allow that value to, to come into my life? You know? I agree. No, I agree. So I think it's that's the part. Like this will be interesting how this how we move forward, right? And I just think like I I, I just yeah I want to put myself in in a situation to be uncomfortable yeah. because it's I feel like it's so often I meet people and I and I already know after the first few weeks or sometimes after the first few the phone call where it's gonna go. So exactly. I want to be surprised this time. Yeah, like yeah yeah. Make these speeches, maybe not want to be the one that want to take control over every damn thing, right? Right. So, no, so, I, I I get that. I get that. But, you know, also, because I've met guys who, you know, try to go above and beyond and it just didn't, like, resonate as well because I don't know if they were trying too hard or, you know, not trying to understand, like, well, I might need to kind of, like, bring Shaylin into these decisions or, you know, you can't, like, with me, it's just like, it's a delicate dance. You can't be too domineering, but I don't want to dominate you. You know, so it's like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a puzzle, but dating yeah. is a puzzle, trying to figure out where you fit with people and all that type of stuff. So I don't know. I mean, it'll come together. I think as I age, I am giving a lot more, um, and you know, my favorite word is grace in situations where I'm trying to be outside of myself. But I really feel like I'm one of those people that really feeds off of energy. And if the energy isn't right, or if I feel like something isn't right, I'm always thinking that that's a sign. So let me ask you a question. So do you think in order to get to that place along that journey, is it time to, and this may be, is this something I know you're going to bring up later on, 
with our situations that we do sometimes, right? Because it could just be temporary just because we, you know, we just want to hang out, kick it with somebody, but don't want the, the whole part of the relationship or not even the part of trying to get to know somebody. Do those situations of maybe, let's say, one night stands or someone that you just have a friends with benefit, do those situations block your, um, do you think they block your blessings for being in a whole relationship? I think they could because you get so comfortable in those types of relationships and it, it's, it's easy to be in those types of relationships because it's like, you know, there's no commitment, there's no, um, there's really no like commitment to being in that relationship long term or like having to do additional work. And it. it's like, hey, let's get together and go. But I think it depends because I've had some where it's just like, and, you know, I don't want people to think I'm just out here like that. But, you know, you have fun. I'm 40. So, <laughs> so, so you know, you have some guys that you have fun with, but once you kind of done with that dalliance or whatever, you kind of just like, hey, if I meet somebody tomorrow, I probably can kick it with that guy. But then you have some others where it's just like you have a deeper connection. You haven't gotten to that point where I want to have something more with that person, but you just feel a deeper connection with it. And then it does make you like, when you meet somebody, you think about this person when you meet him. So is it, I think it depends on the degree of connection you have with that, you know, get your rocks off person, you know? So I don't know. And then I'm going to flip that question along the way of finding this, this person, whoever they, at the end of the day, this is your party you're going to be with. <laughs> if there is no true commitment with the dating or individual individual along the way, is it okay to continue to have these situations? Um, I think it's different no for different people. No one has committed, no, right? But, I think it's different for different people. I think as I get older, it's harder for me to kind of like separate the two. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was younger, it was always kind of like, Hey, I'm going to date around and all that type of stuff. But now that I'm getting to a point where I want something a little bit deeper, um, and again, it, it changes with the wind for me. It's like, you know, some days I'm just bored and I'm like, I want a man. And then some days I'm just like, yeah, I'm good but over here with my Theo. Theo is <laughs> my dog, by the way. So, uh, <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, I think it, it really depends on the person and on the type of mood you're in and where you are, at, where you're at in life. Um, I think for me, the feeling will continue to grow that I, I do want to have somebody. I think the only thing that really kind of holds me back from it, or it, it hasn't like accelerated me in that way is because I don't necessarily want children. Got it. And I think a lot of people like predicate a lot of that decision making on being older and wanting kids and all of that type of stuff. Whereas me, I can love them or leave them. Got it. Got it. You know, I keep myself healthy enough to like, if I want to carry a child, I, I could for at least another couple of years. But, you know, I, I think um, at this point in time, I think that's what kind of holds me back is that I'm a little bit more picky and choosy because I'm not in that space of really, really wanting all the stuff that comes with having a traditional family. Got it. No, I agree. I agree. So where are you at on that? I, I think, in, I, I think so much of giving of self in the beginning of past relationships, right? 
um, and, and going so hard in the beginning, um, I am very cautious on committing too early, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think until, like, there are, like, like, until we are saying, like, we are officially trying to do something and move forward, then I, I don't think that you should be, like, you should mentally block yourself focusing on one person when you're just trying to get to know them. Right. Um, and then you have to be upfront with it. Like, you, I think you shouldn't, I mean, for each is on, I shouldn't really say that because I think people have different opinions about right. it, especially people feel like there's no commitment there. We hadn't had these kind of conversations and I'm free to do whatever. But I think um, now I, with the trust and all that stuff, I just believe that I, I don't want to, I don't want to act based on the other person's um, feelings. Right. And I used to do that a whole lot in the past. So do you think, it's so funny because I have a lot of men who are gay, who are in relationships and all that. And then even before they were in relationships, they talked about like, you know, it just, they were out there. And I used to like be very admirable. I used to admire that because I'm like, well, dang, you know, they just be out here kicking it. And then they boom, they're in a relationship. Whereas me, I go out here and kick it, and then I'm like halfway in love with this guy, but I know I'm not because we're not in a relationship, and it's like I don't know if it's an emotional connection or whatnot. So, can you speak to some of that as far as like I don't know if you ever thought about this the difference between men and men and women in these types of relationships where you kick it and then you're trying to like date around and then you get into something else. You guys don't seem like you could you like you kind of get that same connection until you guys just like, oh, yeah, we're together. Yeah. Whereas well, us, it's like, oh, well, dang, I, I want this guy, and I don't want to talk to nobody else, but we haven't had a connection and all that. You know, it's 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 different. But, yeah, speak to that. <laughs> so, and, you know, that's I think that's like the, the cur- one of the curses, the, what is it, the curses of the evil, or evil, whatever, whatever, however you say the thing. I think there's, it's a curse and a blessing at the same thing because the majority of it is physical. Yeah. Right. There's no. There's the emotional part comes very, very later on. So that's kind of like how you see um, gay men in serial relationships where they go in and out so quickly. Right. Because right. It's a physical connection first. Um. And I'm gonna. Well, I don't want somebody coming on later. I don't say how you know, but I'm just talking about from my perspective. Right. It's very right. Physical upfront, and then um later on, then you have to realize and say, crap, I really don't really know this person besides that we are really good in bed and doing things, but. Later on, it comes like, you know, what kind of person this is. And that's nine out of ten that kind of works. And then when you definitely see, um, like, gay couples really work, um, it's, it's, it's motivating, right? And it's a good thing because, you know, there had to have been a shift somewhere in that relationship when they took the physical and they turned it into emotional, right? right and they right. started to get to know each other and get that connection. So, um, and I have I have this a, a good friend, um, a really good friend who has, he gave me faith in letting me know, you know, that you can meet people on apps or whatever you want to, and you can work through all the physical part and it makes something really emotional right. and have a good combination without losing each other. Because when a lot of that comes into conflict with two with two men dating each other, because there's there's someone that's gonna feel like, and that's, and that can go in any relationship, but I just don't want to put it on that. But some once someone in the relationship will fall in some role, yeah, will struggle on. Are they bending to adapt to, a bending to become, to become one towards what the one person like, and usually that becomes mm-hmm. a dominant one in a relationship, right? 
are, and I think this, the aha moment part is just being to, be, to become one when you are that relationship and right. that partner with that person. But you never lose your own identity. And I think that's, I think that's the biggest turnoff that's been for me. Like, okay, we can do things and we support each other when it comes to keeping the house and we travel and our friends and stuff like that. But if you want to venture off and do X, Y, Z, you still do those things, right? You don't lose yourself. And I think um, people respond based on whoever, I don't know, who has the bigger pull, biggest pull or who maybe seem more dominant or vice versa, right? They just kind of bend towards that and then people lose their stuff and then they go on and on to the next person. Um, and if it's and if it's so physical up front, I'm going to tell you, I ain't even going to say 10 out of 10 and they going to work. Mm, yeah, I can I see that. Say, uh, 10 out of 10, it will not work. And I think a lot of of us guys didn't do that and then we'd be like oh why did i even do that and you try to make a house in a home up right up a one night and you cannot do that right no i, I agree yeah. and i think i think that's for everybody is that it's hard to build something off of something that's built off of and i'm not i'm not one of those people that's like oh you can't have like that first night and, and whatnot but yeah. i think there has to be another level of connection that has to come with it it's not just the sex and all that type of stuff you can't come back and just say hey you know we had great sex and then we're gonna have you know we're gonna be together because we are connected in this way it has to be other things there and i and again i don't think it has to do anything to do with and this might be something that people might not agree with has nothing to do with like the first night stuff i've never been one of and i'm not even a first night person but Mm. You know, at the end of the day, I'm like, you can have some sex with somebody on the first night or the fifteenth night, but if that like connection's not there, I mean, it won't work anyway. Yeah, so, that's true. True. Sure. So, because I got to even my last relationship, I I started not um, I waited like six months before I would have sex with people. Right. And it, it's. Some some people didn't last. Some people thought something was wrong with me, but I just hold that. Especially if I felt like there was something there. Right. If there was something I didn't want to. I was not trying to put things out so so quickly. So it was just like um, I That's waited. That's what you're looking for, right? Majority, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's yeah. it's about the mindset of the other person too, because it's like yeah, you can give it up, and then that person's coming around expecting that every time, and it's just like well, dang, come on, let's let's get yeah. to know each other a little bit and all that type of stuff. So that. That has to be something that has to be said, too. I don't think a lot of people really talk about that when they do have that first night thing. Like, you know this ain't going to be every time we see each other, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's some I, of that, too. I, yeah, I can tell you stories about some of those situations. But <laughs> honestly, honestly I, you know, you have you never really should regret a whole lot of things. But I, I do, I think I had a one-night stand with this, with this person, right? This guy. Yeah. Um, and he... Um, I think I messed up on that because I got, I got, you know how you get nervous when you know something is right. You probably are not worthy of or deserve it. Mm. And because of the energy, I felt like mentally at that moment, I was not prepared for it. And I did everything that I could do that was from a toxic place and make it not work. Oh, so let's go back to this. And I, um, yeah. and I think about it from time to time. I and mean, we've actually kind of reconnected a little bit. And then I can kind of tell afterwards it was like, no, what? very, very sweet person, a physician and everything. Right. I nice. just, I was nervous. I was super nervous because I felt like something in his, his voice that was telling me that when he said 
he was going to be a party. He would be there. And I was like, oh, man, I ain't ready for this. I got to get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I was trying to make sure I was trying to find that, but it scared the hell out of me. So that's why I was like, I got to make myself get in more situations that I'm uncomfortable. So so let's let's go into that. Like, I like the uncomfortable stuff. We'll have to talk about that, too. Like, you know, put ourselves out there because I need yeah. to talk about that, too. But what do we do to sabotage ourselves in dating? Like, how do you sabotage yourself or how do you see yourself sabotaging yourself in dating? I think the biggest thing, I put people in boxes based off of previous experiences. I That's my go-to. If I see any kind of trait that maybe I saw in somebody in my past, I automatically put them in a box and say, oh, it's not going to work, right? Yeah. Or sometimes when someone genuinely wants to spend time with me, I get nervous from that and I will make myself even more busy. Mm. But I don't have to like text, meet up and all these things like that. Um, so I, I, I will put things in front of other people too. If I feel like it's, it makes me, cause I ask the question, why? Like, why do you want to be that much around me? And then are you going to be like aggravating? And then I, and it's been some really good people, but I just kind of bury myself in work. I just dodge them in to the point that just, yeah. So that's yeah. one of your toxic traits that you mm-hmm. like ignore people because you're so busy. Yeah. yeah. All right. And I, I've had guys from my past will say, you're good when you're busy and working. And I know that dig. I know what they're trying to tell me. Yeah. But it is, is I, I just kind of play it off. But yeah. Oh, that's something good to know. We're going to have to go into that. I think in a future conversation, we're going to have to talk about these toxic traits. But no, just as it relates to this, I think you're exactly right. We sabotage ourselves when we see like somebody who's genuinely interested, especially if we're not in a true place that we really want somebody at that point. It's like, yeah, we do, but we don't, or we're not ready. And, um, we kind of find anything to kind of figure out like, Oh, I don't like this person. So I'm going to figure out a way not to talk to this person, or I'm going to wait a couple hours to test them back or, you know, I'm just going to be kind of dry on the conversation and all that type of stuff because at the end of the day, it's like, well, uh, you know, I just don't subconsciously, I don't think this is the person for me. So it's like, are you truly sabotaging something that might be good or are you just not attracted to this person? You just don't want the person. Okay, so you brought up a good point. So, what is... <laughs> no, this is... I've been struggling with this sometimes, too. You meet someone that may not fit your top three to four physical mm-hmm. criteria, like, right. But you know this person is a good person. Um, you, you know the energy of this person, they will be there for you, right? Right. But... I always ask myself sometimes, ask myself sometimes, am I that vain? And I'm like, I don't know why I struggle with that because Lord knows I was a chunky kid and all these things growing up. I don't know why I struggle with that. But I've met a lot of good people, right? But they wasn't there from the, what I consider from a physical standpoint. Yeah. And I asked up on it. And I'm like, why do I, why do I do that when I? Because when I meet these people, I'm like, this is, this is somebody who will hold you down. Like, make sure they be in that house, taking care of the house. If something happens to you, they're going to work about two or three jobs. <laughs> they're going to be there for you. But then I'm like, gosh, but I can't get over the, ugh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, 
So I'm like, you brought that up. So like, I don't know, because sometimes it might just be like, I don't know, it might be a cousin, it might be rerun an album around the corner to just, you know, walk with the same thing now, but he might be there for you. But I'm like, why do we sometimes ignore that person? Uh, right. But it's not <laughs> even like the ones that are like unattractive. For me, it's not the ones that were unattractive. It's like they're attractive enough. Um, okay. But I don't know. Am I wanting something different from the, their approach? Or is it just me just being like, oh, I'm ready. And then when it come out the, um, the wheel work, it's like, oh, not you, though. <laughs> you know? And it's I just know. like, and I don't think I'm like, you know, this super dime piece or whatever. But, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm a catch for somebody. But, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like an unconscious thing where you just, you know, feel like you should have a certain person. You have a certain person in mind. But and you have these people who come out and check these boxes and all that type of stuff, and then you just find a way just to be like, no, this ain't, this ain't it though either. Yeah. So and then when I see them with somebody else, it's like you know you kind of have that moment of oh I guess that could have been me, and then but you just kind of be like well no nah, that wasn't for me though you know so it's like I don't know how many husbands I might have like passed up. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I think about that a lot too, and, I, and you know their hearts is in the right place. Yeah, and I, I met one of those people, and, and we became we became friends after the storm because the person knew what I was trying to do. I was trying to push him away, mm. um, and we've had a big falling out and blah, 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 But I was I was so thankful after the fact that they were able to forgive me, and we became good friends. And now we and it's a this person is Atlanta based. And now yeah, we yeah. we laugh and talk and have a really good time. But I, I, I had a, a physical box checked in my head before I had the whole person. Mm. And then when it didn't match what I wanted to, I I freaked out about it to a certain extent. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And then, yeah, so it, it yeah, because I just felt like the person was doing like some catfish proposing and all that other stuff too. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, you know. People, get, people know how to hold a pose, though. I can tell you that much. Then when you see, you're like, what? what, what? Uh, uh, your face wasn't like that. No, like, put your face back the way it was in that picture. But, you know. Well, you know, that. filters, they'll make you, like, they'll make a five into a nine. So, I don't I know. know. I know. But, no, we actually are really, really good. <laughs> but, I, yeah, we had, like, the biggest argument about it. Because I, me, that was when I was super young and didn't give a, Damn about cutting people off and ignoring them and blocking them and all kind of crap like that. So, so. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to talk more about that at some point as far as like having those toxic traits that just kind of ruin relationships or romantic and friendships. So, we'll definitely have to go into that at some point. But that's, that's very interesting because, you know, I don't know. I've been trying to articulate that for years for me. And I think, you know, over the last two years, that's one thing I've been kind of trying to figure out about myself is, you know, what am I doing and what do I need to do differently? Do I need to, like, I need to make myself a little bit more open. Um, and I, I want to approach more. But I know I have an issue with rejection, too, because I'm just like, I need to at least know you got something, you know, you got a little something for me before I can, like, just put myself out there and all that type of stuff. So I got over it. I know. I don't know. I need to because I'm just, I've never, it's, it's funny, I just never really had to approach guys. And as I get older, 
I mean, I still like get approached plenty or whatnot, but the ones that I probably would want, I'm like, oh, they're not saying nothing because they probably got all these other women in their ear and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know, maybe I need to change my approach on that. I need to figure that out. I think I'm too old, but, uh, you know, I need to teach myself some new tricks. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) And here's the thing. You never know. They might be thinking the same thing because it's because they have a thousand people in approach and it may not be the right person. Exactly. Yeah, so you have to look at it. So I'm like, I, I would shoot my shot, right? And if it, if they reject me, I'll just turn right around and do it again or vice versa because it goes both ways. Like, you reject people and that's the that's why I had to think about it. Yes. You reject people yes. and it's okay for people to reject you and you should be okay with that. Right, That's right. what I had to tell myself. No, I agree with you. I totally uh, agree. And that's one thing I kind of think about for myself too because I know I've been that person that won't return um, text messages or, you know, making every excuse not to go out or... I've been that person that, you know, might, you ask me way too many questions and I don't like you like that. So I just stop responding and all that type of stuff. So I've been that person. So that leads me into something else I wanted to kind of bring up or talk about is how old is too old to be playing games? First off, like dating games, like, you know, I'm so busy or, you know, you know, just kind of like, stringing people along like oh i got this other thing but this other person over here and all that type of stuff but also i want to talk about ghosting too like how old is too old not to just say hey i'm not interested you know so tell me what your thoughts are on all that let's start with the ghosting for and sadly you know i have um yeah i i have people that that in my life that 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 still happens and these are people who have like have like a ten year plus on our on us, right? Yeah. And that still happens to this day. Um, and that's sad. Um so I don't even really think there's any place for that. I think if, if if it gets to the point, even if it's to the last minute, when you you know you're not gonna show up, don't like and I know people say, Well, why get the text message? It's better just not to show up, but I would at least appreciate a text message or something or a quick call and let me know you're not gonna show up. But um right. I've had who tell me that they still have like they have these plans they have the conversation leading up to the plans and the people don't show up right yeah um and see that's like one of those things when i see you that may i might throw a table at you or something the next time but <laughs> i'm kidding but like i yeah so for me um not to say it won't happen right but i had not had one of those experiences with someone just like didn't show up or I've had people who told me that they were in the middle of a situation like a outing or date or whatever and the person got up and was like I'm gonna go do xyz and never came back oh my gosh right? so that's bad that would hurt my feelings yeah and I don't that I think there's feelings. no age for that I think that's a that's the lowest level of being immature that one person can actually be um, right and even the person get on your damn nerves just let them know hey you you t- I'm leaving, but you need to let them know <laughs> that you're going to either not come back or vice versa. But, so or just say, hey, I got I something else I need to do, so I have to cut this short. I mean, yep, yep, yep. So if, I mean, I don't know. I'm not an advocate of lying, but sometimes lying works. <laughs> but it's better than someone leaving you, I mean, leaving you that short. So right, I get that just part. Mean. Yeah. And then the games part, I think I've got to that point where... Um, I think it's the, a way you look at it. I think you need to be upfront with people when you meet people, right? Yeah. Like, you need to, like, that's why I stopped using the word dating and getting to know. Right. So when you meet someone or multiple people, however you want to look at it, you don't use the word date. 
You're getting to know this person. Right. Meaning that they will be, there's room for someone else to be in that group that you're getting to know, right? Right, right. I think, because um, somewhere in there, um, someone is going to be emotionally more um, committed than the other person. Than the other person may not even be committed at all. It just may be a physical thing for them, right? right? right. Um, and they will continue to what may be perceived as games or maybe just how they move because they're they're just not there yet, right? So, I so I, I think it comes with a lot a lot uh, uh, with how you mature and sometimes how you want to be treated in the return, like the kind of how you want to be treated treated at the end of the day. So um, I think you got to be in a good place like that. I, I've done it before, right, in the past. Um, but I think now, I think the age thing, but I never really did it to the point where um, I hurt people. Like, I knew what I was doing. Like, be, you know, not, you know, doing weird things or disappointing people and then turn around ignoring them and not calling them back or then acting funny with them in front of, in public and stuff. Like, I've never done anything like that. But I think right. it comes with a line of being mature. And I don't know what that age is. And then how you want people to treat you at the end of the day. Yeah, I don't know. I get. I guess for me, I thought when you get into like your forties and stuff, people are a little bit more straightforward. They probably are a little bit more like, um, kind of like letting you know what they want. And if they don't want anything, it's like you're not going to put it out there that you want something. But then you know, all of a sudden you turn around and it's you know totally different. And I'm just like, well, dang, you told me one thing and. And I think that goes along with my trust issues now to where it's just like, I don't believe you until you show me. And I, that's in life anyway. But still, I just yeah. don't believe you until you show me because, you know, you've been and I don't want to say I've been burned before, but I've had situations where a long time ago, actually, this happened twice with the same guy where, you know, we'll see each other, we'll see each other out, we'll go in here, buy me something to eat, buy me a cup of drinks, and it's like, oh, yeah, we're cool. And then it's like, oh, let me take you out. And I think, he I don't know if he wanted me to have another level of, like, being interested in him, but we'll make a date to go somewhere, and then I won't hear from him. But the thing is, but the thing is, is that I was sitting around in my pajamas anyway because I wouldn't expect to go out with him anyway. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It was just like, I was like, and I'm not even going to test him. I'm just going to see if he says something. Never says anything. This happened twice with the same guy. And it's so, it's weird because it's like, I'll see him out. We give hugs and all that. Because I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, you didn't test me back. I don't care, honestly. But it's just like, you know, I just kind of had this thing in the back of my head where I don't know if I got some type of ESP or whatever, but I just, in the back of my head, I always have this feeling of, yeah, this person is going to kind of be flaky. And I remember him at one point saying, um, what did he say to me one time? I don't show him enough attention. That turned me off already anyway. But he was like, oh, I don't I don't show him enough attention and all that type of stuff. And then I think he just wanted, I just wanted to see if he would even take the initiative to be like, hey, are we still on? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think he wanted that from me. But I was just like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I mean, as you can tell, I wasn't overly interested anyway, but still, it was just kind of like, yeah, we playing this dance or we're doing this dance that I don't, I, I just don't feel like playing. So, <laughs> but no, and then in this other situation, I had this one guy like, like, lay it on thick as far as like, oh, this is what I'm doing, blah, 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 and all that type of stuff. So, when I went, 
I tested them while I was in town and I was like, hey, let's, you know, I, well, actually I wasn't even asking to go out. I was asking, I was like, hey, I'm in town. I was like, I'm trying to find like places you seem like, play, you know, places to go. So he texted me back and he was like, oh yeah, you know, I do. And I was like, yeah, that's perception I have in my head. And he was like, well, yeah, let me find something and we can go. And I was like, okay, well, I guess you're asking me to go somewhere. That's fine. And then, like, the next day, and something in the back of my head was like, let me just see. So, the next day, we were talking about later on in the day, but it was, like, maybe about 2 o'clock, 1, 2 o'clock, where I texted him. He was like, are we still on? And I just waited just to see, like, what he would say. I went on about my day. I went and visited people. I went to happy hour with somebody else and all that type of stuff. But he never said anything back. No explanation, nothing. Whereas, like, so do I consider that? ghosting or am I just kind of like like the same thing I don't know if it was a self-fulfilling prophecy because I never put a lot of stock on it actually even going through or was it like because I wasn't sitting next to the phone saying hey you're going to text me back and let's, let's you know go but it was just like weird because it's like you're the one saying let's go together and I look and I'm like well dang but what happened so it was just like you know I don't know it, and that kind of made me think about like what kind of games are we playing at this age? Because I don't know. I don't play games. I'm one of those people that's just like, I might talk to you a little bit, but you can tell if I'm interested or not. Yeah, I'm just one of those people. Games. I think it's the same games they've been playing since they were 18. And I think those people don't know how to be in a relationship. Right. Right, and they don't know what that looks like, or not, and not even relationship. I think there, um, there are rules in, of engagement when you are courting someone or in the intent of trying to get to know somebody and i think those people have a very like um fragmented way of knowing how to do it so somewhere in that person's mind he thought it was okay not to respond right right and someone with common sense would have respond whether it would have been the response you like or you didn't like but you would have known i would have accepted like hey i can't go that's what yeah. i would have done well and yeah. that's fine that's cool, because I ended up going out with other people anyway, but it was just like, you know, I, I know what I would have done in that situation. If I didn't want to go or I couldn't go, I would have said, I can't go. You know, we'll have to take a rain check or something like that. Even if that rain check is never cashed, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But I just, I don't know, for me, and again, I have ghosted people. I would not say I have not. I have ghosted people. But it was right. just more so in that situation of, I think you're crazy, so I'm just not going to respond at this point. But yeah. but for yeah. something as little as that, it was just kind of like it kind of threw me off my square a little bit because it was just like I I wasn't I was expecting it, but it was unnecessary. Yeah, and I, I they're gonna continue to um be that right. People are gonna continue to they're gonna repeat patterns that they're used to, right? And it could just be they, like I said, they may not be in that spot where they could be mature enough or. To know how to handle, like, and those are not even with maturity. That's like common sense things. You just need to text people back. Right, right. And, yeah, uh, uh, respond. But I think people still struggle with that to this day. Right. So. I don't know. I, I guess, you know, for me, I have to really think about, like, this generation's a little bit different, too. I think we came from a generation where, you know, people went out. It wasn't always on social media and all that. We kind of are on that cusp, right? Uh, yeah. where, you know, everybody knows everything and then nobody knew anything, <laughs> you know, other than what they saw or what told mm -hmm. them and all of that type of stuff. 
So it's like we have a lot of people who are really kind of subscribing to the now as to what, you know, as opposed to what we grew up with. So yeah. I'm, I'm starting to kind of take that into account with dating at our age. So I think at the end of the day, I think I need to take into account that the rules of engagement are changing because I, I'm thinking in terms of age, right? You know, back in the day, it used to be like when you turn 40 and you're 40 plus, if you haven't been married, if you don't got no kids, there's something wrong with you. But mm -hmm. now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, people could be saying the same exact thing about me. <laughs> so it's just like, so it's like, I need to think about it from that perspective. Like, just because you're at a certain age and you haven't, occur you haven't accomplished certain relationship or familiar goals, it doesn't mean that something is wrong. And then secondly, I need to take into account what age we are in and how courtship has changed. As far as social media, people having these different expectations and, and all of that type of stuff of what a relationship looks like, regardless of if it's real or not, you know, now we have to deal with that on top of all the other things that comes with courtship, especially at an advanced age. So I guess, have you had any revelations about being, I, maybe it's different because I'm a woman and I'm, you know, trying to date these men and then they got these 20 year olds trying to throw a cat at them. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to throw my cat at you. And, you know, and I'm probably not going to shoot my shot real good either. So, you know, I don't know. Have you got, have you been, has your dating life have been impacted by dating in this age at your age? Mm. I would say I would I would say no. I think I'm I think I get in the way of being a little bit more okay with it, right? So I've actually had a good um a good spell, a good run, not spell, a good run with um dating people and being and 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 it being nice, right? Not right. like any kind of weird stuff behind it. But I think sometimes I um when it makes a little bit too much sense and things are going right, I then will go back to my old habits and put and burying myself into work. Mm. Um, but no, I've actually had like good conversations, people who want to meet up and go out and do things. And then I know they will tell me if I bury myself in work, what I'll get is that a text that say you work too much with me. And I'm like, Oh, okay, good. Thank you. Let me keep working some more. But, <laughs> like, but no, I, I've, I've actually had like some, um, I had any really creepy type dates, right? But the ones that I've had, um, it has been, have been, they've been fine. Um, yeah. I just have to make sure that I have to stop moving off of people's emotions and their own feelings. Like, yeah. you can't rush me to be somewhere where you want me to be. Like, we just started here. You can't have me already at um, step 200 when we just should have been at step one together. Right, right. Yeah. I got to stop doing that. People are like, oh, we should be this. And the next thing you know, they feel like we're going out one way. And I'm like, no, we still get to know each other. We're not dating anything. So I have to make sure I be able to let people know that in the beginning. If this Same stuff is feeling weird, no. Yeah, yeah. No, I get I get that. Um, and actually, you know, I'm making it seem like it's weird and bad, but 
I've actually had a really, really good run with, um, like, just going out and dating people, too, as far as, like, you know, having really good days, good conversations, haven't really gone very far in the relationship realm of it with it. But um, for the most part, I've had some really, really good conversations and good outings with some guys. It's just a matter of, you know, you just had those couple where it's just like, now this is just weird. And this made me want to stay home. <laughs> no, and I, that's, and that's why sometimes you communicate, and I appreciate the whole communicating sometimes too much or too death before I even want to meet you in person. Yeah. So, and it just helps me because you can maybe not catch something in the first few text messages or even phone calls that maybe you get after the 200 text message or whatever. And then you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm glad we never met up. But then when you actually say, I'm going to meet up with this person, you're like, oh, it makes sense why it took so long for us to meet up. So I will over communicate sometimes because I want to make sure. Um, right. The person's on the same, like, same page. But also I like to see how much are you going to be encouraged to communicate with me first. Right, right. I don't think that a lot. I think sometimes people automatically go into this way, this this place where they expect for me to, to always be the one that yeah, initiates the conversation. Yeah. And I hate, I, that's like a turnoff for me. I, I hate that. I hate the whole, and if I text you and you don't text me back for a while, yeah, it's like a huge turnoff. And, yeah. I'm trying to get better at that too because I know I'm not one that initiates a lot of communication and all that, but I think it, that's because I don't do that with anybody. It's probably like one or two people in my family that I'll call all the time um, or I'll text and all of that. But for the most part, I mean, like my best friend just texted me after a month saying, hey, she's coming to Orlando. And I'm like, oh, come on down. But, uh, you know, right. do I really ever reach out to her directly um, first? R- rarely ever. So yeah. I think that's just a, that's a, a trait a personality trait that I have that I need to work on in general. And I've been saying I was going to work on it for the last five years. I'm getting better, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I know who I am. So I think for me, it's not even about like, Oh, he has to text me first. It's more so, or call me first. It's more so it's just a personality trait. I'm just not one of those people that, you know, jumps out to call people. Cause I like, I like salads. I like kind of being by myself sometimes and all that type of stuff. It's not like I can't have the conversations or whatnot, but I kind of let it get away from me sometimes. And that's something I need to work on too, because a lot of guys are like you where they're like, they want women who are going to like, you know, reach out and see what they're doing. Um, you know, even though sometimes they complain about, oh, she, she's clinky and she tests me all the time, but then they get upset when you don't test them and they're like, oh, you're not interested. Um, or even like from a sex perspective, and that's one thing I have to kind of work on too, is that, you know, I'm just used to a guy kind of moving in and doing his thing. And it's not that I don't reciprocate, but it's just like, you know, I'm not one that's just going to come in and grab your package. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) that's something I've been working on for me too, is just being a little bit more forward in that and on that end. So yeah, there's stuff that I know I need to work on for me and some things I need to change about myself and my approach to dating and relationships and all that type of stuff. It's just, you know, I don't know. It's just so weird to where you don't even feel like you can trust people enough to even change for them. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I think trust is a big thing. And then how do you, it's the, it's the initial trust with someone you are know that you know, and then I think sometimes it's the retrust with someone you knew. Right. Yeah. So I, it, it's it's so it's work, right? It's, it's yeah. a complicated bunch of work. Um, 
Yeah, and I think that's why we similar sometimes because sometimes it's better just to stay in your own silence. And I, so I'm as happy as I can be. <laughs> but then I'm like, God. That's what I'm saying. I, I love I, my I, life. That's probably I, another yeah. issue. I love my life. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's the part of it. It's like, this is so good. And I've, I've had an ex thing like you. We could be, we would still be together if we didn't have to, if you could still live, live like Patrick wants to live and we just check on each other every now and then, we still would be in a perfect relationship. So I was like, that is very true, but I got to get over there, right? Because it's something I'm doing to get that vibe. But I do, right. I do love my own company and yeah. my I do, right? So if you don't, and I think that's the whole thing, you know, if you don't love yourself, right? right. I don't love somebody else, but it's, that's not always easy, right? Because right. I do myself and my company, but it's just like, yeah, and it's and I've had this too, told to me too, and recently, like people will like so with the whole. I have high expectations, right? And I make sure, and not saying I want to be perfect on everything, but I want to make sure that I'm I'm giving my best or living my full life in whatever I desire to do, right? And I think some people look at that as you not being happy with yourself, and I had to break I had to break that down because I had somebody say, well, you always want to like do go to the gym blah, 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 times a day. Oh, you always want to do X, Y, Z to the house and things like that. I'm like, that has nothing to do with Patrick not being happy, right? Health is health. You should want to be right. good on that, right? But I've had people be like, oh, you're not happy with the way you look? Are you not happy? I'm like, that has nothing to do with why But that shows that I'm you love happy. yourself. Yeah. To me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've had people try to turn the my my high expectations of, of trying to live my best life and try different things and help, whatever it is, Right. Um, try to turn this into insecurities for me. Oh my gosh! Way to the point where it makes me kind of question myself and be like, "Oh yeah, maybe we. Oh maybe, yeah, I get what you're saying. Maybe I should stop caring about myself. That's not happening. Right? Like <laughs> so, I've had that before, and I'm like, this is no, like that's crazy toxic. Thing. Yeah, that's toxic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't recall like what you know. What sometimes I do, it's like more so like. I had this one guy mention that he was like, oh, you're down talking to yourself a lot. And I was like, actually, I was just trying to be funny. So people don't like realize like your personality. Sometimes you could be self-deprecating and they take that as you being negative about yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. I know I'm big on like, oh, well, like little Duval. I don't know if you remember him as far as from um, Instagram where he did auntie of the week. I have no less than three Uh-oh. people. Like every time he does it, he's like, they're like, oh, you need to go and put yourself in there. And I was like, no, I'm not going to be on here with these 30 year olds with the BBLs and all that type of stuff. I was like, no, I can't go up there. People feel like I'm fishing for compliments yeah. when I kind of put my, and I, I'm not even saying I'm putting my appearance down, but I'm like, I don't look like that. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I got. I, I look good, but I was like, I'm not gonna. Y'all ain't gonna put me out here, you know, just being funny. And people take that as you being insecure or you kind of fishing and all that type of stuff. And I was just like, no, I was actually just. You know, I mean, it's my personality. I was just kind of being self-deprecating. So it's like, yeah, people kind of take and twist the things that you do or say or you know, you know, just in general. And they can make that a negative for you. And it's just like, well, dang, that that really wasn't a negative. But thank you for... And that's a turn off for me, too. Because it's just like, well, if you feel like this, I can't be myself with you. If yep. you're, 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 you're actually trying to change something about me that is actually not a negative. Sometimes I probably do need to watch it. 
But at the end of the day, it's not a negative and you're kind of taking it as that. Now I'm always going to think you're, every time I'm around you, I'm going to have to moderate how I talk to you or what activities I tell you about and all that because you're going to associate it with something negative. And now that kind of takes my energy away from just kind of getting to know you and all that because I'm all, that's always in the back of my mind. Yep. So, yeah, I hate that type of situation where it's just like, well, dang, you just kind of brought your, your stock down a little bit because now I'm always kind of on guard. I got to build this wall that I've been slowly bringing down. I got to build it back up a little bit because I feel like you're going to judge me by if I'm here, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, I know. And that's why I say it's not my problem. It's your problem. It's not my problem that I have goals and high expectations. Right. Like, you may say I need therapy for that, but I feel like I, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Right, so, right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. So I guess as we talk about, you know, these types of things where people come in and talk about or, you know, bring the things that they feel that needs to be in a relationship to us and talk about like the things they will request from you or the things they see about you and, um, and the things we kind of look at them for, you know, as far as like personality traits, physical traits and all that, where does grace come in in this as far as like, Grace and dating in general, as far as the types of dates, the person themselves, the conversation, the communication methods, and all that type of stuff. Do you feel like you extend grace from the things that might annoy you in dating? Uh, um, I, I now I would say yes, and I mean like now in a new now, like maybe over the last two two or uh, three months ago so really fresh on that because i had to i think i post something on my social media i can't remember exactly how it went but how we desire a perfect perfect package right to meet all yeah. the check all the things on our list but then we, while we while we went through our own life journey continue to go through we give our own self-grace to right. make mistakes and trying to get back up and do the right thing so and i've, I've been very critical on the other side of not allowing people to have that space or even that grace to, to to be forgiven or to make up for where I feel like things may not be, maybe some shortcomings and stuff, because I'm very like, if I've done this, if I've done this, you should be already here, right? right. Because there should be a reason why we should have these conversations if you're not where I want you to be. So I have been very, um, and I've had some good conversations with people about that where I kind of like the old me would have been like quick to say no and not listen and wouldn't forgive um at all but i've um i'm learning to to forgive people through through appropriate conversations if that makes sense right like the timing of the conversation the conversation makes sense not only to me to both of us um i've been very i've been i've been willing and able to forgive and kind of resolve certain things yeah yeah I think it's important. Yeah. No, I, I get it. Um, I don't know. For me, I, I feel like I'm better at extended grace, but I think I still have a lot more of a ways to go. Like, determining what I can tolerate from someone versus you know what i'm just like i can't this is a this is a non-starter for me this is something that's a no-go for me 
I'm working on trying, and it's more so like personality things where it's just like, I know I'm easily annoyed. Everybody knows I'm easily annoyed. But the thing is, is that I'm usually able to kind of get beyond that in certain instances. But when, I guess my big, big issue is like when people kind of try too hard to understand without just kind of asking me about certain things or, you know, I don't know. It's just, I'm one of those people, I'm very laid back and I like people who are laid back too or and are in tune with me as a person. Now, the physical thing, I want you to take care of yourself because I take care of myself too. But do you need to drive the same type mm-hmm. of car that I drive? No, you don't. You can you can drive an Altima. You can have a massive, you know, you right. can have, you know, even a Sentra if that's where your budget is and you, it's paid off and all that type of stuff. But, you know, and even from a job perspective, I mean... You know, for two years, I was doing my own thing. <laughs> so, I mean, as long as you're able to still be self-sustaining, if you're in a if you're in a transition place in life and all that type of stuff, and it's just not and it's not you know where you want it to be, but you're still sustaining yourself, it's not even that. I think for me, it's an energy issue, and mm-hmm. if my energy isn't jiving with you, I don't know how much grace I can extend in that because I feel like I might be settling. And it's, it. it might not even be settling, but in the back of my mind, it's just like, uh, this isn't working out. Am I forcing this? Or yeah. I, I'm not in this, or I'm not feeling good about it. So am I kind of pushing something just because it's there? You get what I'm saying? I, I know that's kind of a roundabout yeah. way of kind of talking about it, but I think where I'm ending up is I don't know how much grace I can extend when it feels like the energy or our everything outside of the the physical isn't jiving and i know some people make it work they're like well he's nice and he got a job and all that type of stuff so i'm gonna see what i'm gonna step beside it but i just don't know if i can do that it might be like you said earlier about being at a different station in life where you can kind of be by yourself and you're okay with it so Yeah, and I get it. I think the biggest thing is you got to have some. There has to be some kind of connection there. Um, and I think the way the, the the way that I've been able to be able to give grace is because I realize that there's a very small percentage of meeting people just right where you are at the same right. place. And I think there's a huge percentage of people where you don't meet each other at the same place. And I think I have not allowed that piece of getting to understand where people are at, even if they have the potential and stuff, and not looking at the potential as a like a like a, like a job, like helping them figure things out and navigate things and kind of say, okay, how do I um, allow them to be themselves without judgment, because I can do that, and that, cause that could turn me off too. Right. Um, and then how do I allow them and myself to be vulnerable to to learn each other ways because I think I get frustrated when I feel like the person's not listening and all these different things like that then that's an easy way for me to just say I'm done right but then I'm like okay this person only has been in my life for six months or a year and I've been like this for like 42 years right, right. and I'm like I gotta figure out how do we be vulnerable enough to hear each other even though sometimes that's going to come with a lot of disagreements but if the person 
not both, both people want to really be with each other. It's got to be a lot of those grace moments until it, until it sink. Right. So I think right. that's the part right now. I'm like, okay, damn, I probably didn't give that person enough time because I was so quick to do this. And I'm like, they didn't know anything about me. And because I'm, I have an eye and a good ear of learning people because just probably because of, you know, what I do of listening and all that kind of things. But then knowing everyone's not going to be that way. When the whole time I was like, you're not listening, you're not getting to know me. That person could have been trying to do everything they possibly can to do it, but I just didn't see it because of whatever I was dealing with. It just overshadowed the efforts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I get that. I get that. I don't know. I, I just you. I don't. You just kind of wish that everything would come. Because to- you think in your forties everything is going to come together, <laughs> and it's just like it's just like even more confusing because. Now you have that added layer of like life experience on top of it. So that kind of informs you either good or bad on how to move forward. So it's like you're fighting against that. And then you're thinking about the grace thing and all that type of stuff. And it's just like, I don't know. It just gets more complicated. I just thought it would, it's gotten easier from the perspective of, okay, I don't have to worry about, the financial piece of it right. as much. But it just gets more complicated because now experience is informing all the stuff that you're going forward with and you're still kind of trying to not, you know, be that old dog that can be like taught any new tricks or yeah. you're just stubborn and all that type of stuff. So it's like to me, and maybe this is just a revelation that I'm just really coming to is that it's never going to get any easier. You might get more comfortable with the process, but at the end of the day, it's never going to get easier. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel very somber about that now. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> and, I think that's, and I think that's where you have to, you have to make that decision on, do you want to meet people from where they at and go through that? Yeah. Great that grace period, if you want to call it, till, till you make it to the point where you connect or are you, as you grow and age, right, and yeah. you become wiser, you make the decision on that you're okay completely just being by yourself and just have these moments, right, right. in your life that are what I call my, like, sex in the city moments, right, and be okay with that. Right. Um, I think it's something to say for people who are, they're what I think they're type A people and they're type A people combined with two independent type of people. And those are people who have a, a very strong sense of who they self are, even though they just still struggle with their own personal demons and stuff, that I think those people struggle with being in committed relationships because yeah. they're they're too self made. Um so yeah. I think that's yeah. Okay. Well we gonna get their friends. So <laughs> So I do want to bring up one more thing, just since we're on the dating conversation. Lord, um, I'm trying not to drink. You better maybe go crack a bottle. If we no, that's it. I'm, like, I'm telling you, I, don't man, I, I done got to the bottom of my glass of uh, Malbec. So, you know, I'm just over here in my feelings now. So, <laughs> so as we're on this conversation and, and we're talking about dating there was one um, situation that kind of stood out to me that it wasn't even the situation itself because I just thought, okay, he's a rich guy, so of course he's going to do some type of grand gesture on a date. But um, as a lot of listeners might know, um, recently Drake was caught 
out on a date with this uh, woman. She's like a basketball players, um, uh, high school basketball players. He's supposed to be really, really good. But she's just this very, very nice looking woman. I looked up her age. She's like 40, but she's gorgeous. Wow. And he yeah. um, he took her out on a date and had rented out Dodger Stadium. As I said before, uh, you know, it's Drake, so he's acting his wage. I mean, yeah, he can afford that. Or he's probably gave enough donations to where they'll do it for him anytime. But there was this big d- debate on um, how much a date should cost. I saw this one meme where the guy was like, oh, Drake has set the standard for only $10,000 dates would be good or something to that effect. And it's just like, well, wait a minute. Drake is worth, you know, $50 million or however much he's worth or he's making that a year or whatnot. So it's probably not costing him really anything to rent out that for $10,000. That's like $100. Right, that's what I'm saying. It ain't even $100, probably like 20 cents to him. So whereas, you know, the regular Joe Smo. Are they expected to kind of like do these grand gestures now? Because, hey, you know, Drake did it. So it's on social media. And that's what, you know, everybody's like, oh, I only want that in Birkins. So I don't know if (laughs) I don't know if that's the standard. Now, I know for me it's not. But can you kind of talk about like what the what are your expectations on the day? Are you expecting Dodger Stadium or what Chili's do? (laughs) <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you something. They, if people live up to that, it's going to be some lonely people out there, and it's going to be some dateless people going to make it to the first date. Yeah, I, I. So with me, it could be, it could be chilies or whatever, but it could. I'm more comfortable with what I took from that is that um, Drake took a, a moment where you can have that same moment at someone's house. He had a nice dinner. Yeah. Right. I think if if we if we look outside of the the, it was the Darden Stadium, yeah. right? It was a moment where, because of his status and, you know, tradition, he couldn't go anywhere because, you know, they found him and they took pictures when they flew over the stadium, right? right. That was a moment to be isolated and hopefully they had some good conversation. But with me, my big go-to for dates is just, because, um, you know, you know I like to cook and stuff. My biggest thing is just having dinner at home and music and a conversation. I don't even have to have the, the Netflix and chill part of it, right? Um, I just like to have a good meal, drinks, and a good conversation and some music playing. To me, that is my one of my best dates. Um, but I think it doesn't take a lot with me because, you know, we always hustle and bustle and stuff. So if you can get me in a moment where I'm relaxed and my guards are down, you can win me all the time. But it's just like mm-hmm. I don't require a whole lot. Yeah. yeah been that girl either as far as like you know oh you gotta spend two hundred dollars and take me to Ruth's Chris and all that type of stuff and you know sometimes I feel like I don't ever feel like I'm shortchanging myself I think guys have this other level of expectation like thinking that you might want that but I've always been that person where it's just like I just want to get to know you I mean you know if you take me to a bar and buy me a couple of drinks and some french fries I mean people if you know I love tater tots and you buy me some tater tots and maybe some chili cheese on top of it. Oh, we we might be friends for real at that point. So that's the thing. It's like I'm just I, and people know I love the Waffle House. Take me to Waffle House. I love an all star with some chicken. Come on. So and that's the thing. It's just like you know, you need to know who you're dealing with and want and understand if you or even acknowledge if you want to date that person based on what your ways are is so it's like 
if you want to give Drake money or you want to give that Drake level of, um, you know, update, then yeah, you could find that girl. But for me, I don't even know if I would even be impressed. I mean, yeah, it's nice, but I'm like, you're doing way too much. Yeah. I mean, depending on, I mean, they say they've been dating for a while, so maybe, you know, they're at that level. But if that's the first couple dates, I'm like, yeah, that's not doing anything for me. You know, I, I honestly, I don't know Drake, and please, if anybody are Drake fans, and fans listening to this, don't send me any kind of crazy hate mail or anything like that. <laughs> but I, I, you know, as like like I say, I think it isn't the if you take the celebrity piece out of it. I think you know, I don't think he's like the, I don't think his go to is being able to court females on a like a normal basis. I think he struggles with being in relationships and, and having a good connection because does. there's a, I think there's an inner kind of poetic side to him that I think most people don't give him credit for just because of how he writes and stuff like that. Right. Um, or whatever people may say. Right. But I think, um, I think he still struggles with that. I don't think he's like the, that go-to guy that knows that has like some super hard game and stuff like that. I th- right. think the celebrity status helps with that, but I don't think he's like that, that person. So I think he does things sometimes just to kind of, so are you know. saying money is a substitute for a real game? I think in some people's status. I mean, certain situations, yes. I think... Um, I mean, that's anybody, but beyond Drake with his yeah, $50 million, I, yeah, it's I, like... I think it helps, and it depends on who you meet at the time and where their mindset will be. Because um, that might be one of those things that may say, okay, this, if it's Beauty and the Beast, it may lessen the blow. <laughs> if the Beast has a little bit of extra, some people they think like that. Like I can, I can probably deal with this, even though I might be like, damn, what did I do? And waking up to, but if it's some, <laughs> if there's some extra cushion or some support there, I think some people do that. And I, and I you know, I, I honestly, people will do that now. We we know we see certain things now too. Yeah, it's love, but I know it was it wasn't love at, at first sight, right? <laughs> Of um, of um, of going through that. Now that's giving some grace, but not so much on the <laughs> on the on the B side. It's giving grace on the beauty side because he or she knew what they were doing up front, right? And then right. the bees have to realize they know that too that they have to forgive that their person probably was not was not genuine up front. And I'm not saying in all cases, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I know, and some people. I mean, that's something they try to. But I don't, I don't look at Drake. I'm like, you know, I I think Drake is like as much as he has a crew and an entourage and all that stuff. I still think he's like a he's a different kind of a person than what he gives off on uh, on camera. And honestly, I think he might be a little insecure on top of yeah. that. Because yeah. even yeah. with the um, what did what did I saw I saw recently? He had some abs, and then people were like, he probably got the ab implants. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, you, you're you Drake, but why are you even, like, why would you even need to go to that level? You're Drake. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people yeah. buy, I don't know, I mean, I like Drake, don't get me wrong, I, I listen to the music, but I don't, it's like everything he does touches the gold, it turns to gold. It's like the mm-hmm. Midas touch everything, but you felt like you had to go and get these little abs. Nobody was checking for Drake abs. Right. right. <laughs> you know? So it's like, there's like another level of something going on there, like, you can be super successful and you can have all this money and you can have this ongoing success that just seems like it'll never go away. But at the end of the day, you still have your insecurities and you still feel like you have to do certain things in order to, to, to keep people and all that type of stuff. And then even when you do that type of that level of, you know, 
that level of date or that level of, you know, engagement with somebody, how do you keep something like that going? I know you're Drake, but are you going to, like, rent out Dodger Stadium every time you go right. somewhere? Or how does that even work? Like, now do you got to, even if you're at the house, do you have to pull out a Birkin bag and a, ten- a tennis bracelet to get to her? Because now that I did Dodger Stadium, what else do you do? And why would you want to? Right. And I guess, and, and even for the normal guy who feel like they might have to compete with that for the woman that they might want, it's like how you you got to keep that same energy. So what do you what are you gonna do? Because ain't a normal guy. If you think you got it, that's someone who ain't got no common sense. That's a fool. <laughs> if you think you gonna step there and keep up but with even, someone on but even if it, but the thing is, even if it's not like Dodger Stadium, it's like you know you don't have Ruth's Chris money or Fleming money. And you're gonna take the girl here and do all this extra stuff. If you can't keep that same energy, she's gonna be looking at you like you're crazy. Yeah. Or gonna be like, when we going back to Fleming's? And you and you know you only got Applebee's money. Yeah. And so, worry about how you're gonna pay the light bill. Right. And, and then and start Jesus asking when she gonna cook. Work that out. Right. Then you gonna have to keep asking, start asking when she gonna cook at the house and stuff. Or you can come to my house and we can watch Netflix and all that type of stuff. She gonna right. start looking at you like you crazy. So I don't know. It's a, I think at the end of the day, you just gotta like manage your expectations and the person. Not saying the first date has to be Applebee's, but you know you need to manage the expectations of the person that you're with too. Um, if you're going to be providing that type of date, like, you know, this ain't going to be all the time and doesn't have to come off that way. But, you know, it's more so of a conversation. It comes through conversation that, yeah, this isn't going to be, you know, we balling out of control every time we step out the door. You know, nobody wants to go out the door every time they're spending $500 on a, on no. a date. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to do that. No. So, but yeah, so... All right, so we're coming to the end of this. So we're going to go into our confessions. Do you want to start the meal? What are I'll you confessing? You want to let me go first? Okay, let, oh, now you put me on the spot. I would say, you know, just kind of what I was talking about as far as the revelation that I had earlier. Um, I don't know. I, I think I just need to get a better understanding, and maybe I'm overthinking it. But I need a better understanding of today's dating market and how I need to change my approach in order to be successful in it. Like, you know, as far as shooting my shot and not being afraid of, like, possible rejection um, and, you know, understanding people where they are and meeting them where they are. When's the appropriate time to give grace? Um, getting outside of those norms of where people are at certain ages and all that type of stuff. There's a lot of rewiring I have to do in general in that in that vein. I've done a lot of it in business. I've done a lot of it in personal relationships. It's just friendships and all that type of stuff. But, um, but I, I really do have a lot of work to do on the dating front. And I'm not, I'm not totally tragic. I'm not totally terrible at it. But I just feel like in order to get to the point where I really am with someone that I really like and I can pursue something with and all that type of stuff, I really need to change the way I look at it and how I participate in the, in the game, quote unquote. So that's my confession that I have work to do on myself. <laughs> 
I know. It's a lot, right? It really it's a is. lot. It was all heavy this time around. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I think my biggest thing is I'm you know, I'm I'm gonna say shout out to the master cleanser Beyonce, whatever cleanser detox someone going through. <laughs> I will say that it, this was needed because I felt like um after this year and um just relationships overall with like the friendship and everything and just dealing with people who I were who I was meeting for the first time and things like that. I just felt like I was in a very heavy and toxic place and I just needed a reset or a restore, like I mm-hmm. kinda said earlier. Um and I'm I'm thankful for the thankful for the refocus that I've gotten because I've been a we way more productive at work because I usually give like a hundred and twenty or thirty. Now I feel like I'm doing one fifty two hundred, oh, right? Nice. Uh, and then I'm also because I've been able to, to for, this thing has has allowed me to rest because it has forced me that when it's time to lay down, I go to bed, right? And right, I right, right. My butt off, and I have not been eating nobody's face. I haven't been drinking anything, and I've been so thankful for that um, of just resting and not fighting the rest. Because simply, I feel like if I rest, then I'm not being productive. I'm being a loser. I'm being a bum. All those things because I should be going, going, going. So I am happy for that. And I think from the dating perspective, I'm going to continue to do it. I'm going to continue to meet new people. Right. Uh, you know me. And, and part of giving grace, I will entertain certain conversations from my past. But I, one of the things I learned when I started doing this, and one of my things I left on my last post to Instagram, was that I had to figure out how to restore and um and reset and get rid of certain toxic relationships right and and in this i immediately stopped talking to certain people got rid of people contacts that i knew was toxic things that i continue to kind of have these conversations i did all of that um so i'm i'm looking forward to some some maybe one from past relationships that i've been having good conversations with um and then moving forward but i am not going to commit to any way into anyone um until it feels right um Oh, right so it, feels, it, it has to feel um, right. So almost like you know, you know, I like Brandy. So almost like on her last that eleven album or something, there's song she has. Um, it's like I don't know if it's too there's, it's it's not too late or something like that. Right, right. And it's it's all with the right timing of knowing that both people are listening to each other and all that stuff. And I believe in it now. I'm like, okay, if it happens at forty, if it happens at fifty. I'm going to be okay with it. But I am going to get to know people because right. I feel like that's part of the recipe at the end of the day. There's no one, there's not, not been a recipe built with one ingredient. So you got to figure out what makes it work for you. All right. Rejection it all. All right. You better talk some knowledge. All right. So <laughs> I got to go with some of that juice. <laughs> <laughs> you better drink some of that lemonade. I'm about to give me some water to offset this wine. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us rant and wax poetically about dating and our trials and where we're at in life and and what we're going to work on and all that type of stuff. Any any final thoughts, Camille? Um, I would say to everyone that's listening, um, and I know some people get you know confused on reflection and centering yourself. Just do one thing a day. It helps center yourself. Yes. Um, and one of the, so my big thing now, and I know this is an app called Calm. I have been getting rid of listening to music at night. I took the TV out of my room, and I make sure that I fall asleep listening to something that will reset me based on what's going on that particular my day before I go to sleep. So just just work on yourself because this year took a lot of out of all of us. So work on yourself where you can be good to other people. That's true. 
That's true. Personal, professional, and and romantic. So, all right, I totally agree. So, all right, thank you guys, and we'll we'll hopefully see you see you real soon or talk to you real soon. Um, I know we took this little. I know we don't took this hiatus, but next time we'll have T Mac and we'll talk about her love and and her life as a socialite in Alabama (laughs) and all that type of stuff. All right, thank you guys. Have a good one. Talk to you soon.